What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Carnation, joined as always by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, the best co-host in the business, Devin the Verified Jackson. Before we hear Devin's amazing voice, I just got to remind everyone that today's show is brought to you by our friends at Bill Bar. Remember to use the promo code BIGSHOTS, all one word, all caps, for 10% off your next order. Now that that's out of the way, the voice you all came to listen to, Devin Jackson. Yo, what's up, Mike? Um, I think I, you like that new intro. I, I see the smile every time I do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he knows that he's got the more, tri- uh, yeah, the more uh, professional sounding voice. I'm I, nasally and monotone. I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it was a crazy weekend of football, start to finish. Insane, really. insane, you could say. Just some batshit crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing to say. I mean. College, we had thrilling games. NFL, just weird, weird games. I, I mean, think the NFL realized that I was getting way too good at predicting it and having way too many like twelve and three weeks, eleven and four, like yo yo uh yo ten and four, whatever it was. And now it's like, hey, screw you, barely scrape five hundred again. <laughs> it's just been weird. Yeah, it this been. Just crazy. I mean, there's really no no way else to put it. I mean, it, it's been all over the place. Teams you expected to win don't win. Uh, close games, unexpected moments. I mean, you had it all this week, really. Yeah, absolutely. It was just it was nuts uh, from Friday straight through until last night. Um, so, Devin, I'm thinking we. Well, okay, well, we didn't touch on the Thursday nighter because we didn't record on, on Friday. We recorded on Thursday before the game. Uh, so let's get that one out of the way. Uh, Green Bay just mercy killed San Francisco like many thought, excuse me, like many thought that they would. Um, yeah, just just an absolute domination. Um, San Francisco is just really beat up. But let's get into the college games first. So let's start on Friday. This was the game I was watching. It was Miami versus NC State. Miami was given a hell of a game by the Wolfpack. I actually thought that they were going to, you know, get upset. Bailey Hockman did not play terribly. Uh, Zonovan Knight, the running back slash kick returner for NC State, had a great game. It all came down to that damn kicker. I'm sorry, man. You're a kicker. You don't have the right to talk shit. You can't taunt the opposing bench. Your team went scoreless, you know, after you did that, and you surrendered 13 straight points, and y'all lost. <clears throat> I mean, it's just devastating. I mean, it, there's really no else to put it. Defense couldn't stop anybody. Uh, D.R. King had a career day uh, against NC State's defense. I was pleasantly surprised by NC State's offense and the ability for them to score points. Uh, Emeka Emezi, he had a great game, four receptions, 95 yards. Uh, Kerry Angeline had another solid game for uh, NC State, so that's good for the brand. Um, but, man, Miami, they, they played a hell of a game, and they came away with the victory. Um, it's going to start getting interesting for, for Miami in the next couple weeks. Uh, they got Virginia Tech uh, upcoming 
and then uh, in a couple weeks they'll play North Carolina uh, for the season finale. So that should be an interesting one. Could determine which team goes to ACC championship. Uh, it is the, weird that we're already talking about conference championships, eh? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, shoot, North, we'll we'll talk about Notre Dame in a minute or a couple minutes, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it's ACC still up for grabs right now. I mean, right now it looks like Clemson or Dame looks like a potential matchup in the ACC championship, but we'll see what happens. I mean, Notre Dame could very well lose over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Uh, Miami desperately needed this win, and they got it. NC State just does not quite look the same as Devin Leary. If Devin Leary plays, they probably win this game. Probably. Uh, yeah, so... They show they can just go right through Miami's defense. So, you know, I gave a lot of flack to Dave Dorn over the over the uh, the summer, and he's he's really outcoached what I thought he was going to be able to do. It's a shame that they've lost, I think, four straight now. Oh, sorry, three straight now. Um, but a lot of that's not on him. He's doing his damnedest to try to keep this team in games. And realistically, this team is a cup. This team is a bad injury, and like. A couple of you know, players going differently from being six and one. Like the Wolfpack are good. Yeah, for sure. I almost start to wonder whether maybe Dave Doran gets called on some some of these uh, bigger job vacancies that might open. Potentially, maybe. We'll see. The other one on Friday night. This one we thought was going to be a lot more. All right. So when we predicted these games, we thought that Miami was going to roll NC State, and we thought BYU versus Boise was going to be the tight one. No, 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 no. I mean, there was a blowout, and there was a close one. It was just the wrong game. We flipped them, Devin. BYU stomped Boise 51-17. to Zach Wilson, 21-27. 359, two touchdowns. I mean, Zach Wilson, man. Yeah, they're not going to lose this year. No. No, <laughs> they're, not they're not. Um, Yeah. Nothing else really needs to be said about this one. Zach Wilson just continues to be a Heisman content, you know, contender and might potentially a first-round consider, pick. Might have to really consider him as Heisman. I know people want Kyle Trask and um, you Mac, know, Jones. Mac Jones, but, man, listen. Zach Wilson, every Friday, Saturday night, he's putting on a show. So. All right, well. ESPN loves to just list it by ranking, so we're going to get right into this game. Clemson, all right, all right. I said on this very podcast on Friday that Clemson would win by three touchdowns. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, Clemson most certainly did not win by three touchdowns. Notre Dame pretty much led throughout. Yeah. Uh, Stuck ahead late. Notre Dame... Somehow got a game-winning drive. Their defense failed them miserably because DJ Uyangalele went 29-44 for 439 and two touchdowns and lost to freaking Ian Book. It just Straceful. was unfortunate, man. Fair. And then the lineup failed, failed DJ in overtime. They did. Jackson Carmen mm. couldn't block. It, uh, it was just a bad day. Uh, Dalen Hayes had, you know, had himself a pretty nice night. Uh, jo- Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, uh, every time I see this kid play, he just rises up my big board. Devin, he is now sitting at 21 overall on my big board. 
he's definitely deserving of a top 25 player to this point. He has been absolutely phenomenal this season. He's part of the reason Notre Dame won the game. I mean, he made plays. It might be the reason they won the game. That's true. That's true. Uh, ETN, man, love him, but those fumbles, those fumbles are, are killer. And it is killing him this season. Second, what, second game in a row he's had a fumble in the game. Uh, he had one against Boston College as well. So it's not what you want to see. Uh, he, he does have some Jonathan Taylor to him. He is incredibly fast. He fumbles a lot, too. Well, thankfully, he has a lot better vision than Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. So right right now, it's a little bit, little bit of a struggle for Jonathan Taylor right now. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame, I can't believe that Ian Book pulled an upset over the number one team in the country. And then speaking of which, I mean, what's up with the field, the storm in the field? Yeah, that wasn't very fun. That wasn't fun to watch. By the way, Notre Dame is the number two team in the country, and I don't feel like they at all deserve that. It's it's Notre Dame, man. We've come to expect them to lose a game they should Right? And you know what? The rest of their way, they've got at Boston College, at North Carolina, Syracuse at Wake Forest. Those first two games, those are trap games. Oh, yeah, they may very well lose one of those. Those are trap games because Boston College is tough in North Carolina, even though they, this North season... North Carolina plays been... better when they're the underdog. Exactly. What a so. weird, weird, weird week. And that was the nightcap game, man. Uh, Rutgers, they stuck around with Ohio State. They only lost by 22. Um, Justin Fields, 24 of 28, five touchdowns. Yes, he had more touchdowns and incompletions. Ohio State still doesn't have a running game. Uh, Rutgers put up some points. Sean Wade's still struggling. Yeah. Um, not ideal for Sean Wade. Also, Ohio State was very sloppy, especially in the second half. Uh, but Justin Fields, man, QB2. Still yes, undisputed QB2 right now. 11 incompletions on the season, 11 touchdowns. So That is nuts. That is really n- nothing for you else to say about Fields. I mean, he is damn near perfect. Like, literally damn near perfect. Very much so. Uh, hang on. Yep, I've been joined by a special guest. It's the same cat that always gets up in the way. How are you doing, cat? All right. Uh, Devin, next one, we had number five, Georgia, losing to number eight, Florida. There was a dirty hit that took out Kyle, uh, actually not dirty hit. Uh, I don't think it was intentional. It was just, you know, it was a bad, it was a bad hit. I wouldn't call it dirty. Um, yeah, Florida lost this, uh, sorry, Florida won this one. Uh, I don't know why Zamir White stopped getting the ball. Seven carries, 107 yards, one touchdown. Did he get injured? Uh, I don't think so, but listen. I know they were trailing, but good God, Florida's quarterbacks. Good God. You meant Georgia's quarterbacks. Did I say Florida? Georgia. Yeah. I need more coffee. I need more coffee. Uh, yeah, Georgia's quarterbacks. Good God. So bad. Horrible. So bad. Stetson Bennett. Not it. Tired of hearing it. been saying that for weeks, though. Yeah. We know this is going to happen weeks ago. It was just a matter of time. Uh, Kyle Trask, though, process. 474 yards. Yeah, he tore up Georgia's defense. Who was, they were missing Richard LeCount, but damn. Tyson Campbell was getting cooked 
Uh, um, I, I have officially reached my my conclusion on Tyson Campbell as a draft prospect. I'm out. I'm out. Nope. Yeah. That's, that's a no. That no chief. That's a no for me, boss. Yeah. I mean, Eric Stokes, man, he played well. I I like what I saw from I think him. He got a pick six, no? Yeah, he did. But the rest of that defense. Even Aziz Ojolari didn't really show up that much. Yeah, Florida just had a good game plan, and, and they stuck to it, and, and Georgia really had no answer, especially offensively. For sure. Um, Cincinnati, where are they now in the rankings? I believe they are still they number eight. the rankings! Yeah, yeah, they fell down because of Florida and A&M. So they went into it ranked sixth. They win by 28 points. They fall a spot. Desmond Ritter, he's not putting up passing numbers, but I'll tell you, he can run the hell out of that ball, too. Jared he's become Dose. a very interesting developmental quarterback. He just cracked my top 100, Devin. Um, yeah, I have no issues with him being taken in, like, round three as a developmental quarterback. I think he's got tools. I think we need to start talking more about Jared Dokes. The running back at Cincinnati, yeah, 184. Yeah. Cincinnati is a run-first team that will just beat the shit out of you in the trenches. And that defense can't really – that defense, they'll pour it on you. Marcus Freeman's going to be a head coach next year, man. Might be at Cincinnati because I think Luke Fickle's gone. One of them. One of them is leaving because I, I just – there's no way a team tries to put, doesn't try to poach him from Cincinnati. But we'll see. I mean, if Cincinnati makes the playoffs, I mean – I know, I know, but if you're Luke Fickle, would you rather be the highest paid coach at, say, Cincinnati, or, or, if South Carolina gives you a Brinks truck full of money? I don't know, man, because there's really no guarantee. Maybe South Carolina's a bad example. What if um, Penn State... Uh, that would probably be a more attractive. Yeah, Penn State's out. 0-3. I like James Franklin. He's a very friendly person. That team is not it. That offense is garbage, and that defense has two good players. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's going to be hard for me to think that Penn State moves on only because they just gave him an extension. I know, I know, but if they go, like, it's an eight-game season for, or is it a ten? It's a nine game. If they go three and six, you really can't keep that. You got to. I mean, they they just have so much. There's money so much in. dead money in that contract. Yeah, you. It's impossible. You try to write it off as an anomaly year, or do you go wait? You just gotta you gotta wait it out. I mean, with the His thing is, gotta be massive. The thing is with Penn State, man, they're gonna be loyal. I mean, shit, when they were under uh, Paterno. They have rough seasons, but they just let him stay, you know. So it's going to be incredibly difficult to get out of that contract. And I just don't see them moving on from him this year. Now, if he repeats it next year, then we'd be talking more about it. But this is like a Northwestern situation. Also like, true. I, we we were talking about Northwestern needing to – they're ranked now, man. They're ranked. They heard everything we said about them last year and are out for revenge. Listen, The nerds always, have started doing sit-ups. Their offense is not great, but their defense is their, their calling card right now. 
Yeah, they got some, they got some good kids on that defense. And moving on, Devin. So uh, we went off on a tangent. We somehow went from Cincinnati to uh, South Carolina to uh, <laughs> Penn State to Northwestern. Well, only talking about one game. Actually, ironically, the next game. Let's talk about A&M and South Carolina. Uh, forty-eight to three. That yeah. defense, ain't yeah. it? I I tried to tell people, a those defenses for real. I know they got the doors blown off them by Alabama, but a lot of teams get the doors blown off them by Alabama. Yeah. But they, unfortunately for them, they're just not in a position that they're going to make the SEC championship. They need Bama to lose like twice. Yeah, and that's not happening with that's the. Not happening. Current Bama schedule. They play LSU this Kellen afternoon. Mond, I still don't know if he's good. I still don't know if Kellen Mond is good. Well, people are saying in the summer that Kellen Mond could be better than Justin Fields, but hey. My <laughs> microphone didn't cut out. I just had no words. <laughs> uh, man, South Carolina. I. Go for one one upset win a year. It's not even an upset. They beat Auburn. That doesn't count. It's like saying Mississippi State's upset over LSU counts. True. Oh, by the way, Mississippi State, they won, Devin. They beat they Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. I mean... They shit. almost blew like a 24-point lead, too. Are we surprised? Not at all. Actually, let's not go down that dark hole, because then we'll end up talking about how KJ Costello didn't start. Okay. All right, let's stop. Yeah. All right, Devin, the the, the Pac-12, um, this was the nightcap game on ABC. It was interrupted due to the presidential um, address, which, hey, we did two shows last week. There were no presidents when we did the show last week. Now we Now you guys have a president. That's good. Um, oh, some Oregon won 35-14. Stanford has, is still in the midst of taking a step back. Like, last year, they weren't good. Uh, everybody got hurt. They were without Davis Mills and Connor Weddington going into this one. Um, they didn't have Paulson Adebo. Adebo stayed opted out, which I thought was a uh, bad idea because Paulson Adebo two years ago looked like he could have been a first-round pick. And then last year, he looked like he was a mid-day three pick. So if you want to let rest on that tape, Paulson, that may not be the best idea. And then there's Walker Little, who desperately needed to be you know, on the field this year to prove that he's not garbage. And he decided instead to stay opt-out. And the last year of tape he put on, he looked like an absolute scrub. So there you go. There you go. Stanford, supposedly home of the smart nerds. Uh, no, no, no. The real smart nerds are the guys from Cal that opted back in to improve their tape. Stanford, I can't say the same. Our nerds are smarter than your nerds. I don't I like Stanford. Nothing else to add. Like <laughs> nothing else to add. I mean, without Davis Mills, I mean, it's it was going to be difficult anyway. Team's bad. Team they they didn't bad. have him. Stanford just not a good. Oregon is Oregon's a physical team despite miss despite replacing six offensive linemen from last year. Yeah, they're gonna win in the trenches, man. That's that's their calling card. See, hey, I called it. C.J. Verdell, big game, twenty carries, one hundred five, and a touchdown. How about that quarterback though? Tyler Shaw. I don't know how to say it. Slow. Uh, show. Show. Slow. Show. 
I have no idea because they, they weren't saying it anywhere close to how it's spelt on the broadcast, but I also, it's like Shong or something. I'm like, what? That can't be right. Well. Anyways, yeah, he just completely just, I mean, he can run the ball. Uh, he had Stanford's defense so confused. Speaking of confused defenses, Devin. <sighs> Why did I pick Michigan? Why did I go? You told me I would regret this pick. You told me that. And I did. Almost immediately. Joe Milton is trying to carry that team on his back single-handedly. Michigan ran for like 13 yards. It was bad. It was so bad. By the way, Quiddy Pay had a good game. He didn't register a sack, but... He was routinely beating the offensive line. There's just one problem. Michael Penix was just releasing it just before Pay got to him every single time. Stevie Scott, 97 yards and two touchdowns. Wap Fillier went over 100. Ronnie Bell, six catches, 149 for Michigan. And I'll tell you, Devin, kind of like how at Purdue they got Rondell Moore, but like, the next guy up is obviously David Bell. Indiana's got the same thing. They got a, they got the guy waiting for when for when Wop's gone, because Wop's a senior. Uh, what's the kid's name? Miles Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, mm-hmm. you knew where I was going with that. Yep. Questionable for the game. Uh, he only put up like three catches, thirty six yards, but got a touchdown. Uh, he was just destroying. Michigan defensive backs, which is not exactly easy, uh, well, not exactly hard to do this year. Yeah. Michigan's defense is so bad. Uh, yeah, Ty Fry, seven catches, 142. Uh, he's a senior as well. Um, I don't think he's very much of a draft prospect, but, you know, it's always good to just completely destroy uh, Michigan to get some tape out there. True. Michigan's bad. Indiana. Y'all do not sleep, man. Huh? They got they got a big they got a big day with Ohio State in two weeks. The thing with me is that they just do not have the talent to match up player for player with Ohio State. Not at all. Not at but, all. That's okay. By the way, by the way, <clears throat> I'm just gonna tell you that back in July, when I got the chance to interview, um. Um, Rhett Lewis, when he said that the Hoosiers were going to beat two of Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, or Ohio State, in the back of my mind, I went, okay, Rhett, like one of those is happening. And it's going to be Michigan State, and it's not going to be impressive because it's Michigan State. I did not think that they would get two of the three of them done in three weeks. Sorry, two of the four of them done in three weeks. Indiana, I'll tell you, coach is Tom Allen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be at Indiana much longer, man. Either they're going to have to give him a boatload of money, or maybe he moves on. He was, hey, his name came up for Ole Miss last year. Just I saying. don't know, man. Just it, saying. It really, really depends on what happens because he's really uh, setting them up for a really nice future. 
And I said I said that Michael Penix was going to have his breakout game. And he did. And he did. Michigan's bad. Uh, uh, I immediately regretted that pick. I did not regret this pick. Actually, for a bit I did. Um, Oklahoma State shut out in the first half. Comes back, wins 20-18. to 18. This game was rough to watch. Wasn't pretty. Um, but that's who Oklahoma State has become all, all of a sudden. Just a team that wins, but it, it ain't pretty at all. <laughs> I mean, at all. Offense did not look great. Spencer Sanders, eh. I mean, Tylen Wallace really didn't make too much of an impact either. Uh, he didn't even get a catch, so I don't even know if he played or not. Um, he, I think he did. Oh, he was shut out receiving money, so I it's unexplained, unexplainable at this point. But Oklahoma State's defense came up big, and they're going to have to really start playing their best football if they want any shot and get into the playoff. I don't think they will just based off that loss to Texas. But, you know, you never know. But they got Oklahoma coming up in a couple weeks, and that's going to be their probably biggest test for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. Uh, how about this for a group of five ranked game, Devin? Coastal Carolina beats South Alabama 23-6. to They are winning for the brand. They are winning for the brand. Uh, just sorry, this came across my timeline. I'm going to interrupt our, our picks, our, our review for a second. Barrett Salee of CBS Sports and SiriusXM on ESPN. Here is how he has broken down the SEC rankings, Devin. Tell me where you where you disagree with these. One Alabama, two A and M, three Florida, four Georgia, five Auburn, six Arkansas, seven Ole Miss, eight Kentucky. 9 Missouri, 10 Tennessee, 11 South Carolina, 12 Mississippi State, 13 LSU, 14 Vanderbilt. Okay. <laughs> LSU is not the 13th best team in the SEC. I would put LSU ahead of South Carolina. I would put them ahead of Mississippi State. Um, and I think Kentucky needs to be a lot lower. Yeah. LSU is like 10th. I don't hate it, but also I get it. LSU's look the I best. mean, come on. Mississippi State barely beats Vandy. LSU destroyed Vandy. LSU also destroyed uh, South Carolina. I don't make the rules. Also, Arkansas. Arkansas is like the fifth best team in the conference. Yeah, they're better than Auburn, but yes. I'm, I'm going to let that stand. All right, Devin, here's a game that you and I both did not watch, and I can guarantee that. Uh, Marshall beat UMass 51-10. Uh, to UMass does cover the spread. Thank God. But listen, UMass is, is a trash football team. Very trash. They're, very they're trash. Nothing yes. else needs to be said about this game. Yeah. I mean, uh, Brendan Knox had a really good game. Um, but other than that, man, there is really nothing else to talk about. Uh, also, going back to Coastal Carolina for a minute, uh, at the end of the season, they play Liberty, and I am circling that game already. I'll take sentences that would have never been said you know, uh, three months ago for a 1000 Oh, I just got sad. I just got yeah. sad. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. 
RIP Alex Trebek. Iowa State comes from behind to beat one in, now one in four Baylor. 31-30. Still, like 30, 31. Still not it. Still not it. Brees Hall, though, 31 for 133, two touchdowns. This game was bad. This game was really bad, Devin. Charlie Kohler, the leading receiver for Iowa State. Goodbye. Didn't you say he runs like he's like he's stuck yes. in molasses? Yes, I do. <laughs> he does. So you're not a big Charlie Kohler no. guy, eh? No. Huh? You're not a big fan of tight end five? He's not top five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not top five. Uh, Temple was in this game, Devin, for all of about a minute and a half. They got out to a lead and then forgot how to play. Uh, they're now one and four. SMU dropped, uh, 47 points on them. 47-23. Yeah. It's been all really rough for our guy Dante having to cover this game and take it seriously. They were I feel 13. bad for him every Saturday. <laughs> they were up 13-10 at half, but then SMU went absolutely crazy in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Temple's not good. SMU is pretty good. Colin oh, Branson, day three pick. Remember the name? I need to. I need to watch the film. I guess. Oklahoma does Oklahoma things, and Kansas does Kansas things. Sixty-two to nine. Spencer Rattler. Not a very efficient day. Oklahoma found their running game. Yeah, I believe he hurt Kansas his shoulder. Sucks. I think he hurt his shoulder, and he was just plagued by that the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, actually, I think they took him out. I think they, I, I, I don't know. I think I watched, like, maybe two and a half minutes of this game. Uh, our, our guy Thor Nystrom went on a delicious Twitter rant on my, uh, on my Twitter thread of coaches that are on, you know, on the hot seat with less miles. How Kansas has regressed under him. Like, Kansas was bad under the previous regime. They've gotten worse under Les Miles. Last year, they were actually a playable team. Like, they, they actually could move the ball offensively. But this then they, but then it just went all south this no year. No wonder Puka Williams got the hell up out of there. Do you blame him? No. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even play to begin with. <laughs> team is so bad. How many? I don't think Kansas has broken seventeen points all year. I would have. Uh... Uh, oh no, they've done it twice. They scored twenty three against Coastal Carolina and twenty two against Iowa State. Other than that, uh, they've scored seven, fourteen, fourteen, nine, and seventeen. Please tell me why Jalen Daniels is still starting. He has four interceptions, no touchdowns, 51% completion percentage. Is this the, 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 the kid from from uh, Kansas you're talking about? Yes. Uh, is his name Jalen Daniels? Yes. I thought you were talking about the Arizona State kid. For, oh, oh, my no, God. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He had a QBR of five. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell? 11 of 31 for 115 yards. And he also had minus 40, uh, negative 43 rushing yards, which means he was sacked a lot. Damn. He was sacked a lot. He was sacked nine times. Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Oklahoma's defense finally showed up. I think. Maybe. It was Kansas. Does it count? They are now, they are now Rutgers. The bye week that, that, that maybe tackles you. They surpassed Rutgers because at least Rutgers is being competitive at some point in the game. They are last year's Rutgers. They're worse than that. Last year's Rutgers teams could, could wipe the floor of Kansas this year. Yeah. Yeah. They probably could. Uh, what's next? This was a very fun game. This was a game I, I had on while I was, uh, arranging my basement, Devin. Yeah, USC versus Arizona State. This was just fun. Uh, I saw some people on Twitter say that Jaden Daniels is not a good quarterback, and you can get the fuck up out of here with that shit. Uh, Keen Slova struggled in the first half, had a really nice bounce back, went 40 of 55, 381, two touchdowns, that game-winning touchdown late to Drake London. Arizona well, State, darling. I want to say this. I was so out on Merlin Robertson over the summer. <sighs> Whoo-wee! My goodness, did he have a good game. He had a good game, and then the USC defensive tackle, Marlon Tuiala Tupu. I, I, that's gonna, how do you say that? I, that's off of memory, not even looking at it. Um, Marlon Tui Pelotu. He had eight tackles, uh, six solo tackles, uh, two tackles for loss and a sack. He just blew up. Arizona State's offensive line. Yeah, it was ugly. Um, it was just ugly. I mean, USC shouldn't have won the game, but they got the onside kick, and then Arizona State, man, they just blew the game. Uh, please let Jaden Dan- Daniels cook, man. Let him that, cook. That, like, let, Ru- uh, let Russ cook? By the way, once uh, Frank Darby got hurt, Arizona State's passing game kind of went with him. Pretty much. Uh, too many drop passes. I'll tell you, there was a, there was a wide receiver that they were, they could not stop talking about on the broadcast of this game. He's a true freshman. He's six, seven. I swear to God, I heard Joel Klatt say that this guy is like six, seven, like 12 times. It's like, okay, can we come up with something other than the fact that he is a large human being? We can't? Okay. Uh, it's Johnny Wilson. The, yeah, seriously, Joel Klatt mentioned like a dozen times that this kid, this true freshman, extremely talented. He's 6'7", Devin. Jesus. It was like the only talking point they had on him. He had like four drops. Yeah, it, it was an ugly game, but, uh. Well, it was 9 a.m. local time. Yeah, I, I mean, I expected such with, with how early the game was, but. Amon Ross St. Brown, he had a really good game going up against Jack Jones. Uh, it was a back and forth battle. Uh, like uh, I said before the game, Chase, uh, that was, that was Lucas the biggest matchup. To fumble? Chase Lucas forced a fumble, which is really good. Um, man, that, dude, there are some serious, like, second generation guys on, on, uh, on Arizona State because they're talking about the kickers and Dejas, who's got family that played in the NFL. Michael Turk is the son of uh, former NFL punter Matt Turk. Uh, Antonio Pierce, who is the defensive coordinator for Arizona State, his son's on the team. Um, yeah, there are a lot of, like, notable names in this game. And then, of course, on USC, you've got Mon Ross St. Brown, who's the brother of Equinemius. A 
lot of NFL pedigree in that game. NFL pedigree sprinkled throughout this game. Really good, really good game. It was fun. It's what, what you want from a Pac-12 game. 28-27. We knew this wasn't going to be a high-scoring game because of the nature of how early in the morning it was there. It's just, it, it delivered big time. Next up, Texas. Beating West Virginia 17-13. This game was absolutely boring as hell. I watched this one after the fact, and I, I want that 13 minutes of my life back. Such a bad game. Um, Tony Fields had a good game. Uh, DeMarvion Overshawn for uh, Texas. By the way, amazing game. name. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so he, he's one of my guys that, you know, starting to rise up a little bit. It's not going to be anywhere near day one, day two, but uh, still interesting prospect. But other than that, man, everyone else could have went home. Uh, Liberty did not get destroyed like I had predicted. I'm going to stop predicting teams to, to, to get blown out. I'm just going to stop doing every close one from here on out. Uh, <laughs> Liberty beats Virginia Tech. What a dumb ending to this game. Yeah, Justin Fuente, uh, he's kicking himself right now because idiot. Uh, basically By for the y'all. Way, Virginia Tech, there's another one where the coaching vacancy could open up. Yeah. Yeah, he's been it's been disappointing for Virginia Tech, a team that's su- supremely talented. But yeah, basically Liberty was kicking a field goal and they managed to clock poorly. Uh they kicked the field goal, got blocked, returned for a touchdown, but Fuente called timeout before the kick. An idiot. And then they played prevent defense on fourth and six. And then they got an easy completion. And then the next play, Liberty kicked the game when they field goal. Um, but yeah, Liberty, man, seven and all. Uh, got an article coming out on them. Uh, Hugh Freeze as well as Malik Willis. That tandem is, is two of the best in college football right now. Uh, Hugh Freeze may play himself into a big time position again. Um, the way that he's operating. Every time I think of Hugh Freeze, I think of the reason he lost his job at Ole Miss, and it, it brings a smile to my face. <laughs> I think another team is going to take a, a bite at him. I don't know who will. Uh, maybe South Carolina. <clears throat> I, have, I have a theory, Devin. I think if Purdue can get back on the field, because their, their game against Wisconsin was canceled, if Purdue can get six, seven wins... I think you could be looking at Jeff Brom goes, Purdue needs a new coach, in comes Hugh Freeze. I mean, he's he's clearly an offensive guru because... Hugh going- Freeze working with David Bell. They had to change the way, their style of quarterback, though. Not really, though. Aiden O'Connell's uh, been pretty good. He can move. He's got a strong arm. I think I think he brings a high profile high profile recruit if if he goes to Purdue. Oh yeah, at quarterback. Maybe transfer. Yeah, I think they go transfer portal. Get that's what how they got Malik Willis. Where was Auburn. he before? Where was he? he was at Auburn. So this is this is Auburn's quarterback room, just just to let you know, a couple years ago. Bo Nix, Joey Gatewood, Malik Willis. All Gatewood three are played. starting. Yep. Gatewood plays for Kentucky now, and then Willis plays for Liberty. And Bo Nix still sucks. Yep, exactly. 
So, did they pick the right quarterback? No. Not even a debate, no. Well, he's the freshman, the SEC freshman of the year, though. No, Derek Stingley is. Let's move over to the NFL. What a weird, weird, weird NFL week this was. So, obviously, Patriots and Jets, that's on tonight. Nobody cares about that game. Not one person. There has to be something better on television on a Monday night than this. Or you can just be like me. I didn't finish 90 Day Fiance on Sunday, so that's just going to be what I watched tonight. Smart. I predicted, Devin, that the uh, Atlanta Falcons would hold a big lead over the Denver Broncos. And then the Broncos do what they do best. And they would come back and, and win because Atlanta will do what they do best, which is blow a big lead. And it almost happened. It almost freaking happened. Yeah, almost. But big day for Jerry Judy. Seven receptions, 125 yards, a touchdown. He absolutely destroyed A.J. Terrell in that touchdown catch. Um, he had him going flying. But also, in turn, Julio Jones killed uh, Michael Moutier. Uh, Ultra Moutier on, on a route as well had him swimming. So having a rookie go up against Julio Jones is not exactly fair. Anybody going against him one on one on the goal line? Good luck. Good luck, bud. Um, yeah. So the Falcons—they've won, I think, three of their last four. Yeah, they have. They're up to three and six. They're going to fail their way into like picking thirteen. Exactly. They're gonna. They're not getting the high pick. They're not even going to get the player they probably want. Oh, probably going to reach on another corner. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> uh, okay, so where has this Buffalo Bills team been for the last month? That's what I want to know. Um, showed they, up. They showed up in a big way. They That defense, I mean, yes, they gave up 34 points, but that defense, uh, it, it, it stepped up four turnovers. And they didn't even have Matt Milano still. Yep. Was Josh Allen, 31-38, 4-15, touchdowns, 118 yards to uh, Stephon Diggs. It's probably his best game as a pro. You know what? I They were saying that on NFL game day last night, and, you know, he had lost his grandmother the night before. I oh, man. You, you love to see a young kid like that go out under those circumstances and just have the game of his life. Yeah, shout out to Josh Allen. Shout out to Josh Allen. Uh, Russell Wilson played like crap. Like, played like crap. He lost himself the MVP. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is now the front runner once again. Uh, but it was tough because his offensive line didn't block worth a damn. Well, that's the way his offensive line has been his entire career. Yeah, but they, they just they bottled him up in, in this one. They didn't let him uh, get outside of the pocket. He just had a hard time getting the ball off. Yeah, so the Bills are now seven and two. Uh, they're still pretty far up in in the AFC East. Uh, they're, I don't think they're going to be in contention for that round one or that wild card buy. They'll probably be the two or three team coming out of the AFC. See how well this goes for them going forward. All right, I thought that Tennessee was going to be broken by you know, uh, after their loss to the Bengals, and it was going to be one of those uh, season derailing losses. But the Bears just have this – the Bears are such a polite team 
I don't know if there are any Canadians. Actually, no, no. Keem Hicks is he played in in, in Canada, but uh, he's he's from Louisiana. I think uh, I think the Bears might have a Canadian influence in there somewhere because they just are so polite that they wanted to let the Titans get back on track. Bears suck. The off the offense sucks. The defense is keeping them in games, but the offense, man, it, it's bad. It's bad. Matt Nagy. They need a quarterback, man. He's not a head coach, man. They need a quarterback so badly. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. They're now five and four. It's not looking good for for, for Chicago. Their schedule ahead is, is getting pretty tough, like. They had such they had such potential, but we all knew that they were fake. We all knew that they were fake. One one of the most overrated five and one teams in a long time. Yep. Th- this next one was bizarre because the Colts were holding Baltimore to just nothing in the first half. Yeah, Baltimore's offense ain't the same this year. Man. No, and I can't put my finger on why. They just—I don't know. They just teams haven't figured it out now. Uh, they basically, what well, I think they're playing zone. Teams are playing zone against them and just forcing Lamar to throw it in tight windows. I mean, they won, but yeah, I mean, they won. The Colts' offense is, is anemic. Phillip Rivers, every time, every other game he plays well. Every other game. They're 5-3. and three. They could still win that division. They could, but it's going to be really tough to beat Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, their defense is keeping them in games. They're like the Bears. Pretty they're much. The, they're the same team. The Panthers nearly upset the Chiefs, Devin. Listen, Panthers, man. The Panthers all- figured out how to get Curtis Samuel the ball. Yeah, they got him. They got him the ball. They got it, too. McCaffrey. And then he got a touchdown, started doing that dance that everyone does. Yeah. I- I'm far too white to do that dance. The, the dance LSU players did last year. Is that where it came from? That's who was doing that a lot. Uh, Jamar Do Chance. I look like I know anything about that, Devin? <laughs> You might, man. You know a little something, so. <laughs> Devin, I mean, y- you guys can't see this, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just showing Devin a little something right here. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, back to the game. Uh, Mahomes. Uh, I was putting my skin back. color. Uh, I'm a little too white to understand any of this. Uh, I don't dance. Mahomes is the MVP right now in the league. 25 touchdowns, one interception. Uh, how do you? We criticize him because he threw too many interceptions. Now he's like, I'll be as efficient as hell. And what are you going to say now? You you can't deny the man is the MVP. I mean, Brady took himself out. Russell Wilson took himself out. I mean, it it's it's clear cut at this point. Yeah. So remember two weeks ago when the Lions thought that they were going to be a playoff team? Oh, when they uh, were buyers and not sellers. Yes. Do you know how stupid that looks now? Very, yeah. They 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 lost by 14 points to the Lions. Although I am not surprised they lost. Uh, oh, neither am I. Matthew Stafford did not practice all week. He didn't even see his teammates until Sunday. 
Yeah. No, no, no. We, we, we saw this loss coming. Dalvin Cook might be the best running back in the NFL. Yeah. I, I mean, between him and Kamara, I mean, I, they're like right at it, but just pure running back, it has to be Cook. Uh, I mean, you can win by 14 points and still have Kirk Cousins playing like crap, so. Uh, actually, I want to see in this game whether or not what I, what usually happens with Detroit happened. No, DeAndre Swift got the lion's share of, of carries this week. They were running Adrian Pearson way too much, though. I know, I know. He, so Swift had 13 carries. Carry on Johnson had four. Adrian Peterson had eight. Adrian Peterson is 36 years old. I don't understand why he's still in the roster. I don't. I, I'm sorry. He is 35. I keep. I, I have. I have in multiple articles referred to him as 36 year old. So I'm just going to keep doing that. Might as well. Uh. Yeah. Kenny Galladay banged up again. Missed this game. Adrian Peterson had 11 touch. Had 11 touches because he caught three passes as well. No need. No need for that. Danny Amendola caught seven balls. No need for that. Detroit sucks. Just, they, they suck, man. Blow it up. Blow it all up. They won't, though. They won't. Just like the Giants won't. They they beat the team that plays in the beautiful suburb of Landover, Maryland, uh, 23-20. They were up big. Um... God, so the the Giants are uh 2-0 against the football team this year. They are 0-7 against the rest of the NFL. This is such a bad game. This oh is, my god, yeah. This is this is one of the worst games uh, of the year. The the play that they had where both teams couldn't recover a fumble, that was the entire NFC East at this point. Hey. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, you're I'm not sorry. wrong, but the one team that is far and away the best team in that division. They may only have three wins so far. This game and the well, next game, I could care. I, I could get two shits about. <laughs> yeah. uh, just like the, the Giants, uh, the Texans are, are 2-0 against the Jaguars and 0-6 against the rest of the NFL. Yep. Not much to say about this game. Jake Luton. Jake Luton. He had, he had a nice, nice, uh, debut game. He did. I don't know. It's only going to go downhill <laughs> from here playing for Jacksonville. Can the Chargers ever lose a game in, like, a Normal. non-disappointing way? Normal. Did they ever just lose by, like, 15 points? No. They're just, like, every game, they're just like, how can we punch our fans in, you know, in the genitals this week? Whatever fans are left. <laughs> All 17 of them. It, it's incredibly difficult to keep cheering for this team. and they, I feel my, so best bad. Friend, my best friend is a Chargers fan. I haven't been able to talk to him all year. I think he's just kind of in recovery. Just, oh my God. Man, give Justin Herbert some wins, please. Anthony Lynn, do something better. I think Lynn's gone after this year. Needs to be. His play calling is not great. I think Tom Telesco might go too. Man, imagine Joe Brady coaching this team. Oh my God! What a meteoric rise that would be. 
somebody else because Anthony Lynn, man, he's not doing it. He's no. Devin, what was this game? Steelers um, This was Tomlin pl- coaching down to his opposition. Typical Tomlin. Uh, I well, love wait, Tomlin. I'm not. I don't want to talk about anything that was on the field. The only thing I want to talk about is that Mike McCarthy has a zipper guy. Did you see this? Yes. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, most NFL coaching staffs involve a get back guy. Coach, get back, get off the field. Mike uh, Mike McCarthy has a has a guy whose entire job it is it appears the camera caught this it's to do up his zipper and I don't mean his jacket zipper. <laughs> Yikes! Can you imagine the interview for that? All right, coach. So what's my role on this team? You need me to you know make sure all the the, the films put together. Do you need me to make sure that you stay off the field? Do you want me to make sure that the Gatorade bottles are filled? Nope. You're going to make sure that my fly is done up at all times. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the game anymore. <laughs> Tua is 2-0 and oh as a starter. The Dolphins are 5-3. and three. And in the playoffs you know, hunt, uh, 34-31 over the Cardinals, I... Picked the Cardinals in this one because they had really started piecing it together after that rough stretch they had. I mean, you still might see both teams in the playoffs. Yeah. But they got the Cardinals. Got damn. They have such a tough stretch. Did you just go with the Cardinals? Goddamn. Yeah. I think you've cussed more than I have on this one. I have. Uh, <laughs> they play the Bills next week, then the Seahawks on the Thursday night. Uh, then they play the Patriots, Rams, and then they get. I'm the looking Giants. at next week's schedule, and it's not good. It is they, not good. No, they got the Giants, Eagles, 49ers, and Rams to finish out though. Jeez. Yeah, I think the Dolphins they're going to be fine going forward. Yeah, they got what they got the Chargers, Broncos, Jets, Bengals. Their next four, so that could all be wins, and they could sit pretty. Devin, I'm just going to mute my microphone and let you talk about this game. All right. Um, so the New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Bucks. Every single analyst on ESPN and NBC picked the Bucks to win. The Buccaneers acquired Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, and Rob Gronkowski to win the NFC South. And for the second straight season, they got swept by the Saints. You just got to play the small violin for the Bucks. I'm just going to say I also picked the Bucks, and I'm going to I'm gonna shut up and let you talk. Listen, man, uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this game because I was expecting a close game. I was expecting it to be a shootout. And then the Bucks got two straight, two and uh, three and out. So I was like, okay, they're just you know getting warmed up. And then it went to four, and then five, and then they started moving the ball. Then Tom Brady threw a pick. It was just all it was bad. And at halftime it was thirty-one nothing. I thought maybe they come out second half, look better. Nope. Get down to the goal line. Can't even score from the one yard line. I mean. They 
I have nothing to say. I mean, the, I'm stunned by the game, the outcome. Uh, I did not expect that to come, but I was definitely trolling last night. I'm not going to lie to you. I was trolling because it's funny that a team that is essentially uh, hand-picked. I mean, Tom Brady has the best weaponry in a long time, but you have a coach that makes quarterbacks' turnovers increase. Uh, he has six interceptions this season, and four of them are against the Saints. So, if that says anything to you. Every time I think that, that Tampa's going to have like, a great game, it does not work. It does not work out for him. Listen, uh, one more thing as well. Please, they should have traded for a left tackle. Yep, Donovan Smith ain't so it. Bad. So bad. Just, uh, all that needs to be said, just deep sigh. It's, it's just funny because they just kept talking about Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown. He had a couple catches, but he didn't really do none. It was just like, you're hyping him up. You're saying, oh, you know, he's his return to football. And that's all they could talk about with the Bucks because Mike Evans wasn't doing a damn thing. He was, uh, once again, an Alcatraz by Marshawn Lattimore. Ever, ever since the incident three years ago where <laughs> Winston put a, a hand in Marshawn Lattimore's face and then Evans came and knocked him out. I mean, he had... Last three games, he's had no catches on Marshawn Lattimore. So. <sighs> so, yeah, that wraps up a, a very interesting week in football. Uh, like I said, we're about to hop out of here. So, again, remember, use the promo code BIGSHOTS to get 10% off your next Built Bar purchase. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at H underscore draft. Follow Devin on Twitter, RealD underscore Jackson. Follow the show on Twitter, Big Shots Pod. Follow Blue Chip Scouting on Twitter at Blue Chip Scout. I just dropped my updated top 100 big board. Uh, I have more articles coming across multiple uh, websites this week, uh, so be on the lookout for that. I have a, um, a college and pro Hot seat uh, primer coming uh, over at um, Downtown Sports. Um, I have a mock draft coming. There's just a lot of work coming for me this week, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Devin, like you said, you've got that Malik Wills, uh, sorry Malik Willis and um, uh, Hugh Freeze article. Um, anything else you want to promote before you get out of here? Uh, no. Um... Not even going to talk about UCLA because we're just not going to mention that. What? Where was my guy Jaron Mangum in this game, man? He was the backup running back. I like six carries. I, I don't know, but I'm I'm not going to discuss, discuss UCLA because Chip Kelly needs to be fired. Yes, he, yes he does. Yes, he does. Should have never been hired in the first place. Get Jeff Brom out to UCLA. No. I don't want to have to root against Jeff Brom. <laughs> Looking for a new co-host. Let's make it happen. DCR, Jeff Brom. That's a perfect way to hang up this, this podcast. Until next time, guys. Take it easy.